Welcome to the Executive's Lounge. This is your podcast host, Christine Fauner. I am bringing you amazing stories from amazing women in leadership from across the globe. Let's get started. All right, Lee Vedas joins us today from Denver, Colorado. She is the Director of Customer Service for Green Check Verified. Tell us, Lee, what made you want to come on this podcast and, and where are we going today? Well, you had posted um, something in a group that we're in together on Facebook, and it just piqued my interest. You had asked folks for, you know, women in management or, you know, um, leadership roles to offer up their opinions and tell their own story and all that stuff. So I thought it would sound interesting. So you and I met a couple of weeks ago and, and talked about it and decided that this was a good idea. Yeah. You know, a big part of doing this podcast is really recognizing and, and valuing that we each have these individual stories that should be told. And so really trying to find those spaces to help women tell their stories. And like you said, have opinions and share some of our challenges and successes together. That's why we're doing this. You mentioned I live in Denver. I live here with my husband and my two dogs. Um, I've lived in Colorado for since 1999 for the most part. So I grew up in Ohio, moved here for college, and this is a, the lifestyle I like. So I stayed here. I have been working in some form of tech, I would say, since, you know, shortly after college. So I started off and I was doing mostly sales, technology services, sales, um, things like that. I don't love sales. Uh, I went to graduate school in Denver for business and international business. Uh, and I decided, you know, when I got out to kind of change what I was doing a little bit, I was still stuck in sales for a little while. Um, but I was getting further into technology and I knew I wanted to get into software. I really liked, there was a lot of startups happening at the time in Denver. I attended a lot of events. I like working for smaller companies. I like making things, you know, helping things grow and building out strategically a company and, and that type of thing. So after I decided I was finished with sales, I started seeing some job postings for what is called customer success, which is, it's a field in software for the most part that was developed, you know, not too long ago, probably roughly 10 years ago, as software went from being server-based to being cloud-based. So people used to have to pay a lot of money up front for equipment and long contracts with their software providers. Well, that all changed. And so maintaining your customer base became a lot trickier for software companies. So they developed this role. It's helping customers strategically plan and growing them and getting them to the next level. So I was started getting really interested in that. And I was fortunate enough to get hired on to a, a local Denver company that's pretty prestigious. So they were already in that time frame. You know, this is about 2015, I want to say, 16 of where they were starting to build out this role and this type of, in this entire program. So I was an early member of that team and really helped build that out for this company. And I loved that. And I'm currently with a company that building out a similar function. So customer success, but also customer support. So it's a little bit different than what I'm used to, um, but I manage a team and then build out a team that really works with our customers post-sale for the most part. 
Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about your customers for a minute. So, you know, what is it that the organization does and what what part of that really resonates with you in working for them? My company provides a platform to banks and credit unions, um, which enables them to manage and you know, maintain a cannabis-related business portfolio. So yeah, let's stop there for a minute. So this is kind of <laughs> what I was hoping you would mention, right? Is is this is a unique industry that has unique challenges in sure. its legalities and how it handles money. So tell us about that a little bit. Obviously, marijuana is not federally legal right now. There is a lot of scrutiny on maintaining a bank account. So there's a lot of cash intensive companies around the country, um, which is not good. You know, there's a lot of downfall with that, you know, crime, just illegally funneling money, stuff like that. Regional and local credit unions and banks, they, they can bank with these types of customers, but it's very difficult to do so. It's difficult to stay open and keep their bank accounts open and not get fined on the financial institution end of things. So our platform really helps them stay compliant with all of the laws so that they can, you know, track all of the money that's coming into any of the accounts that these cannabis related business folks have. Financial services are really difficult for cannabis related businesses to obtain as well. So we have partnered with payroll, we've partnered with loan servicing and all those types of things to help, you know, to become kind of a one-stop shop for folks that have traditionally struggled to access these types of services. I've worked in very tech heavy environments and that's not really me. You know, this is something I can connect with these folks. I like the small business aspect of it. I get to talk to people who are, you know, managing a business from the start and watch them grow and, and all that kind of stuff. So I, I really enjoy that. You know, it comes with its challenges. Folks go out of business a lot. There's financial challenges. There's just it's a it's a shift for a lot of people. They're used to doing a certain type of work and they've kind of shifted into managing a business. So there's a lot of stress involved, people that people don't realize just, you know, managing a dispensary or owning a dispensary or a cultivation. There's a lot of compliance that goes with it. So it's a lot of work. Yeah, you had mentioned that you like to build programs, projects, you like to be strategic, and that you've also built a team. I would say that I am mostly a player coach type of leader. I get hands-on, which can be to my detriment a little bit as well, because, you know, I need to pull myself out of that sometimes to do my more strategic initiatives. But, you know, that's kind of par for course with a startup as well as you just, you have to wear a lot of hats. You have to help out when, you know, help is needed. I do not ask people to do things that I wouldn't do myself. So I'm, you know, understanding their job is really important to me, training them, enabling them with as much information as they can to do their job. But I also want them to not need their hands held a lot as well. So figuring out how they learn and just kind of tailoring it to each different person is, is really important. I don't want somebody to be doing something wrong this whole time and just not knowing, but you know, sometimes it gets a little confrontational and that's not my favorite part, but I've gotten better at it. Yeah, you know, I think feedback is one of the most complex and challenging strategies and skills that you can have as a leader, for sure, and how to create a culture around positive feedback mm -hmm. and conflict management kind of stuff. It is tough. 
you know, speaking of tough stuff, what do you feel is your biggest challenge or roadblock right now? There is a large contingent of leadership that sits in a geographical area. And so sometimes they'll do, they'll get together face-to-face and they don't fly folks out. So it's just really those local people or people that can, you know, drive there within an hour or two, you know, it's, it's, we're, we're based on the East coast. So, you know, everything's closer out there. So I would say not being included on some of that stuff is, is probably the most detrimental to me right now. And then I think, you know, we're pretty, my team is, is a little understaffed right now. So having to do a lot of the hands-on work myself is probably slowing down some of the other stuff I would like to do. That's stuff that, you know, I just have to have those conversations with my leadership that, hey, I need to be included on these types of things and I need a little bit more headcount. And that's, uh, that's a, you know, that's a conversation I'm, I'm happy to have, you know, I've got a, a great boss and we've got a really good company and, and people are understanding, but, you know, you just have to be conscious of budgets and those types of things at this stage in the game. Yeah, you know, sometimes I talk about what it means to lead up, lead down and lead across. And so that leading up piece, you know, depending on, like you said, depending on what kind of bosses you have, Mm -hmm. you have different uh, abilities to advocate upwards. Um, How might you do that with your bosses? So I have a one-on-one with my boss every week, and it's really more about that type of stuff than anything. It's not necessarily, hey, I need help figuring this out so much. It's more this is what I'm seeing. This is what we should probably do where we discuss things together. Um, I'm fortunate that my boss is awesome. He's a co-founder. He's 10 years younger than I am, Um, but he's, he really does listen. And I think we just work well together. We've kind of fostered an environment in which feedback is appreciated and that learning opportunities, you know, are taken from everyone. So whether it's me helping him learn something different or, you know, the other way around or me helping my, you know, other directors that aren't necessarily on my team, but we, you know, are tangential to one another, helping them learn and doing things as well, or vice versa has been, has been huge. What is your, what is your book recommendation, Lee? Tell us. So I don't read a lot of business books. I read a lot for pleasure. Every once in a while, I read a business book and this book I really, really liked. So it's called The Culture Code. It was recommended to me from a former colleague it reminds me a little bit of the book Outliers in the way that it presents different cases and has a you know a, a theme that spills over into each different case. So what it really does is it talks about three different group skills, I think as they call it, that lend to more successful teams, better productivity, happier people, all those types of things. Creating connections, f- fostering an environment in which people feel comfortable in taking risks and learning and failing, sharing vulnerabilities, establishing a purpose, you know, sharing compelling stories with each other and just building that kind of trust so that you can work well together. It goes through a bunch of different case studies. Um, I think Zappos and some and Google and just a bunch of different companies that were that are well known, but they started off as tiny little startups at one point and they somehow made it. So a lot of it has to do with leadership and the culture that was fostered from the beginning. Yeah, great recommendation. And for the listeners, um, there will be links to the resources in the description of the episode. So they'll be able to find that information and recommendation from you. You know, you mentioned about learning and engaging in your learning 
and this community of leaders is, you know, really a highly engaged community in their own learning, in the the need for new experiences and reflecting on those experiences and recognizing when those experiences teach us things. So I'm wondering if you can tell us about an experience or an adventure for you that may have gone sideways or maybe it didn't go as planned. So I played a lot of sports growing up. Not everyone likes sports and that's more than fine. I think that they are wonderful for learning how to work well with people that you might not be friends with or that you may never have crossed paths with before, but you have all these different personality types that come together on one team. I think it sets people up for what to expect when they you know, join the workforce, et cetera. Uh, I played a, a, several different sports, but I'm going to use my basketball experiences as an example. When I was, I was pretty good at basketball. And then in high school, I started, I had a couple of different injuries and some things happened where, you know, I, I didn't get to be that great of a player anymore. And, and, but I still loved playing and I was on the team and, you know, I had to sit out for a little while and at our awards ceremony, he kind of brought all that stuff up and talked about a few things and then said, Lee is like the, the glue that holds our team together. You know, she is friends with everybody on the team and that's really important. You have to have somebody like that. I try to do that at work now too, you know, I, you know, we all work remotely on my team or on my entire company. It's hard for people to make connections when they start and really start fostering a good relationship. So I think that's something that I'm good at. And I've used that not only just, you know, bring people together and, and make our team work better, but for me to learn, you know, and for other folks to feel comfortable about learning as well. Yeah, I think, you know, I think like that cohesion is important and that sense of belonging is important. So for, you know, your coach to recognize that you're the glue that holds the team together and helps everyone feel that sense of cohesion is pretty cool. It was a nice thing to point out and knew that I was kind of struggling with the fact that I wasn't playing as much and doing all that as I had been. But I think there are things that are going to not go your way, you know, so make the best of it. Yeah, lemonade. (laughs) you know I want to I want to make sure that I give a little bit of time to this um, before we end our time together today Um, is there something that you wish I would have asked you that I haven't or something that we should know about you I tend to get bored easily and I and you know in the startup world that can be a detriment and I think and then just in work in general Um, I think after time we get a little complacent and challenges start to not be as exciting as they once were, but I'm teaching myself to go with that. Like, okay, there's going to be a new challenge every day. And you might get sick of the ones that have been bugging you for a while. And you might get sick of certain circumstances, but I think make a plan for what, you know, you want to get out of the experience that you're in. Incorporate in those, those bumps, because they're going to happen. Whether it's, you starting something on your own or just being a part of a team or building out part of a team or whatever you're doing, um, you know, figure out how you're going to keep yourself engaged and how you're going to get from point A to point B. Because I think sometimes it's, it's easy to lose sight of that when you're in the day to day. That's so true. Yeah, that's great advice and reflection. Lee, I want to say, you know, thank you so much for being a guest on the show and sharing your story with us and really giving us a few good tidbits of advice today. I'm so appreciative. Oh, thanks for having me. It's fun. And I'm excited to hear everybody else's stories because, you know, 
we're all women working and it's, it's a battle out there. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thanks for joining us today in the executives lounge where we bust open the doors, slam through the ceilings and make sure that we have a spot at the table and that we are the lounge. I am Christine Fauner, your executive leadership expert, continuously looking for those executive leaders that seek community, continuous learning, and have a desire to find the next adventure. Join us next time. Join our Facebook group, Roam Your Soul, and you can also find us on Instagram, at Roam Your Soul. And don't forget to check out the website for upcoming adventures, www.roamyoursoul.com. And if you're looking for that next executive level leadership coach, you can find me at roamyoursoul.com slash Christine Fawner Coaching.